ask the Father and he will give you the counts- another counselor to be with you forever. So we have the Holy Spirit. And then he actually has to tell them this three times. Uh, in John 15 and 26, he says again, when the counselor comes, I will, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, and he will testify about me. And then again, like the last time he says it again, it's like, are you getting this? It's good that I'm going because I'm actually giving you someone who will never leave you, will never forsake you. Actually, he'll not even just be with you. He's going to give you revelation. He's going to be a spirit of truth who will help you. He will actually usher you into deeper things more so than I can, and he will never leave. And so John 16 and 7, it says, it is good for you that I am going. Like, can you imagine your best friend, the person who's changed your life the most, and he says, I'm leaving you, and it's good that I'm going. And of course, they didn't know what exactly was up ahead. But, but the Holy Spirit, it's, he's amazing. And it says in verse 13, he will bring glory to me by taking what is mine, and making it known to you. And the Holy Spirit is so good. Like he, he, um, I just love the Holy Spirit. He, he makes known and he brings revelation to who the, the Godhead is, who the Father is, who Jesus is, and what he means to us. And we couldn't actually understand that. We couldn't understand who they are without the Holy Spirit. So in Acts 2, I mean, you all know the story. I'm not going to read it out. But the Holy Spirit comes into the room. (laughs) Have you ever experienced the Holy Spirit coming into the room? The presence of God filling the room? Oh, my goodness. It's the most beautiful. It's the most beautiful feeling I've ever experienced. The most beautiful and at times terrifying and amazing. So the Holy Spirit comes in the room. And it says in Acts 2, there was a sound they heard. There was a sound of heaven came, a sound of a violent wind. Like, (laughs) can you imagine, like, just there's a sound of heaven? Like, I was at U2 last night, the the group, not U2, I was at the conference, or not the conference, the concert, you two. And there was a sound in the room. And it was, it was their sound. But everyone was responding because we're built to worship. Like we are built, I don't know if any of you know physics, and I don't pretend to know anything about physics, but I know that we're always, our bones are vibrating, they're, they're resonating And as people of the Spirit, we are resonating with heaven. Like our job is to resonate with the sound of heaven. And so when he comes in the room, you know because there's something in your bones that resonates with who he is because that's how he's made us. We are people of the Spirit. And so then they begin... the. the, the fire comes, like the fire looks like fire that rests on them, and they start to speak in tongues. They start start to speak in a language, and and of course, there's Jews from everywhere because it's Pentecost in the Jewish calendar. And but the thing is, they begin to hear people speaking in their own language. So the, and. There's a phrase I've read. I haven't really ever read this before. It says, they began declaring the wonders of God. They were given testimony to the goodness of God. So what people were hearing was the testimony of the goodness of God. Because if there's anything will change you, it's the testimony. It's the stories. Like we are storytellers by nature. That's who we are as people, I think. Like, we love the story. I come from a culture. I come from Ireland. And we are a culture of storytellers and singers. The song, there's a song that's in the land. And it's a lament, actually, because of all that the Irish have come through. It's a lament. But every culture has its song. And they have, um, 
I, I love all that stuff. So I'm getting off track. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> but they were given testimony to the goodness of God because I think that's what we're called to do. And at the same time, while there was te- like this miraculous stuff happening, like they were hearing their, uh, all about God and the goodness of God in their own language, there was the voice of the accuser. So there's never not the voice of the accuser. Just remember that even when there's miracles and signs and wonders, there's always the voice of the accuser. You just have to ignore him. He's like, the, the, you know, they're saying, oh, these people are drunk. And you're like, uh, no. And, of course, Peter stands up and says, it's nine in the morning. They can't be drunk. So why did they think they were drunk? Because I've heard people speak in foreign languages and speak in tongues. I've never thought, oh, they're, my first thought wasn't they're drunk. So you have, to, you have to think about, like, use your imagination. What that scene was like. You had these people who saw fire on people's heads, first of all. There's the, 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 the violent wind. There was fire. <laughs> and, um, and the people were so intoxicated by the presence of the Holy Spirit that other people who didn't know what was happening thought they were drunk. Um, so when God displays his power... When you see him displaying his power, he also always and displays his goodness because that's who it is, because that's who his character is. That's who he is. It's not something he does. He's, he doesn't do good. He is good. He, he doesn't love, you know, he doesn't try to love. He actually is love. It's who he is in his very essence. So when he comes in the room, love comes in the room, joy comes in the room, peace comes in the room because it's it's something like we actually make an effort to love people god doesn't do that god is that and so so i was thinking of this i love the 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 thought of this like this whole notion of joy and god displaying his glory and when he displays his glory um he displays his goodness because i think it's his goodness that draws us in. It's his goodness that draws us to him. And I was thinking of the birth, like the birth of Jesus. Do you remember, you know, the shepherds in the, in the fields? And they're just minding their wee sheep and uh, minding their own business. It's just another day. And Jesus is about to be born, right? Shepherds in the fields, watching the sheep. And suddenly, can you imagine heaven, what's happening in heaven? Right, so in heaven, you have whole, the whole of heaven that is vibrating. It's vibrating with this joy. Jesus is about to be born. Jesus is, he's about to be born. Like the angels know something is about to happen. This is about to go down. This is, they, they can, they, they know something is happening. And in the ordinary Mary's pregnant, she's been riding a donkey, I'm sure she's exhausted, and there's all the practical and the normal and ordinary, and she's carrying the Savior. And you have this whole spiritual realm going on that nobody sees or nobody's aware of. And it's like this vibration, this sound in heaven of joy. And they're like, "Uh, we need to do something like this. Like, I don't know if the angels, this was God's plan, or the angels just couldn't stop themselves from being seen. Like, they burst into the seen realm. You know, glory to God in the highest. Good news. We want to tell of his goodness because he's come. The Savior has come. (laughs) I think of, like, just when God displays his power, he, he displays his goodness, you know? Like when you think of Moses, I'm going to pass in front of you and you're going to see my goodness. And, and so friendship with the Holy Spirit. Like for me, it's always around friendship with the Holy Spirit. It's always around getting to know him and getting to know what the sound of heaven is. Who is he? Because I believe with all my heart 
God is looking for friends. He's, it's great if you can serve him, and we have to serve the body. I know all that, right? But he's not looking for servants. He's looking for friends, people who will know him and who will not only declare his, his wonders, but his goodness and experience who he is. So you can't be friends with someone you don't know. You, you have to pursue a friendship with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the manifest presence on earth. He's the, the, the primary manifestation of the Trinity among us. And he has been so misunderstood in the church and actually probably still is. Like people think of the Holy Spirit. Like what do you think of when you think of the Holy Spirit? Um, it, it, and it actually grieves me at times because I grew up in a very evangelical church and the only time I heard about the Holy Spirit was when he was a nagging tap, a dripping tap, convicting you. He's like, wah, wah, wah. That was my impression of the Holy Spirit. He's like, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, and, he, and then once he convicted you of your sin, you became a Christian, that was it. You kind of don't really have much interaction with him. And it was all about Jesus. And it was all about the Father. And I, it actually really grieves me when I think about it. We used to record, re- refer to the Holy Spirit as it instead of he. Like, he is a person. He has feelings. The Holy Spirit has feelings. He, he is the power of the Trinity, and he is the manifestation of the God on earth. He, we can't do anything without him. And here's the most beautiful thing is that he never leaves us. Like I said in John, Jesus gave him because he will never leave us. So today, I really wanted this time to be a time of testimony like I wanted to share stories about the Holy Spirit because I I really wanted to brag on him a little bit because he's so beautiful and he's so he's been such an incredible friend to me and there's nothing I can do without him and there's nothing I actually want to do without him it is like Moses when Moses said you know, God said, I'll send the angels with you. And Moses said, if you don't come with me, I'm not going. And, and honestly, I feel like when we do church, if the Holy Spirit isn't there, if we're not paying attention, like I don't want to do it. Because we miss out so much on the person of the Holy Spirit. Like he's so incredible. And he brings the power and he brings the presence of God. And he always points us to Jesus. So the thing with the Trinity is, like, you know, sometimes people, if you start talking about the Holy Spirit, people get worried because you're really focusing on the Holy Spirit. Like, you're a wee bit imbalanced. Like, really? We're really imbalanced? We, <laughs> the Holy Spirit always points you to Jesus. Jesus always points you to the Father. You know what I mean? It's like there's, there's this equality, this um, always passing over to the, you know, to the other one. Um, so, so never worry about focusing too much on the Holy Spirit because if you do, you will focus on the Trinity because of who they are. That's, you, you won't miss a thing. And his presence always causes us to love God more. It always causes us to worship deeper, to laugh more, and to be free, and to have more peace. When I've experienced the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, he's always brought increase. I've never heard stories where people have encountered the Holy Spirit and they've actually walked away less, or smaller, or worse. Yeah, I had a terrible encounter with the Holy Spirit. It, It was just awful. I, I don't, I've never, ever heard anyone. I've heard people encounter God and being terrified because of God's presence and having to say, God, like, stay your presence because I think I'm going to die. It, it's so incredible. I've, I know people personally that's happened to where the presence of God has come in the room and they've had to say, God, please stop. 
I'm going to die because your presence is so awesome. Um, but I've never heard anyone who's encountered the Holy Spirit who hasn't been walked away, changed, different, lighter, happy, like joyful. So I wanted to bring my team up, and I wanted them to share some of their stories of the Holy Spirit, give us a testimony to the Holy Spirit. Because for me, testimonies stir up our own hunger. And they remind us, like, <clears throat> you know, the thing with um, communion, when we take communion, is it's a remembering. It's like putting us back together. It's like reminding us who we are and whose we are. Like, I love, I love just sitting over at dinner and just talking about testimonies. I love hearing what God has done. And sometimes uh, the testimonies, if you don't even feel you have a testimony, go read. There's thousands of testimonies. Like, go read someone's testimony, their story. D.L. Moody, you know, what do you call it? Todd White. I mean, Heidi Baker. Go read testimonies of what God has done. If you don't even feel you have your own, but I'm I'm pretty sure most people in this room have a testimony. So can I get my team to come up? And I want them to share. Because I think on Pentecost Sunday, we really have to give uh, <laughs> time for the Holy Spirit and give testimony to what he's done. So we're just going to, I'm just going to move from this end to that end. Is that all right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was thinking about what to say as you do, because any normal human's like, oh, we're going to speak. What are we going to say? Um, and I just, I kind of want to break the rule a minute. Is that okay? Can I just take a risk? I just feel like um, there's actually space to encounter heaven and to encounter the Holy Spirit as we share. So if you guys could just open up your hands for me for a second. I just want to release something. I just want to release sensitivity over you guys. I just ask that the fire of God come and open up your sensitivities right now to when we speak and we actually release a testimony that you encounter him in a manifestation, a real physical manifestation right now in Jesus' name, that there's a stirring and a space happening um, to move in here that... Um, I feel like some of you have come here for a power encounter this morning, that you've come here for the more, and um, I love that there's actually a painting over here called The More, and I was like, oh, that's so funny, look at that. Um, you guys can um, just relax, but just keep, keep space, I think what I'm saying is keep space open to just kind of receive and kind of be aware of what's happening if you, if you feel a tingling or a, a movement or just your heart pacing. Um, but I, I, I kind of um, was revealing or like looking over the entirety of my life because it's kind of hard to pinpoint a time when I wasn't walking with the Holy Spirit for me because I started when I was really young. Um, but for me, there's been moments in my life where the Holy Spirit has come in and actually met me when I needed him. Um, when I was dealing with depression or when I was walking through pain or I was walking with stuff with my family, I was always that 12-year-old that came to the front and got wrecked with the presence of God because he would just come in and remind me that um, I'm not alone and that he is coming to give me what I needed. Um, but there's, there's always a moment that I feel like that's happening for people um, when you are marked by the presence and when there's actually times... Um, where he's given me confirmation, um, and that's been very powerful. Um, has anyone experienced heat on their hands? Heat on, show of hands, heat on their hands, or heat on their head, or just a burning throughout? Yeah, that's been really, really powerful for me. So um, just, just knowing that he's always here has been an uncovering, um, just an uncovering for me, so. Good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I have been thinking about what I was going to say as well, so it's, it's cool. Um, that's, yeah, what I wanted to release for you guys is hope. 
Um, God has uh, brought me through. Here's what I'll talk about. Here's what I'll say. Um, <laughs> there was a season in my life when I was dealing with a lot of health problems. Um, and in that season, I was in a church that really believed in the power of prayer and healing. And so I spent a couple years um, just dealing with pain, chronic pain. Um, I had a cyst that I needed to have removed through surgery. Um, but I learned how to, I guess, just hold a little bit of hope. And even though I was, it felt little to me, God has just been speaking about um, how powerful hope is. It feels like a little bit, but really it's this huge doorway for the Holy Spirit to come in. Um, so there's been times when I've gone forward multiple times for prayer, not felt physical healing, but felt emotional healing in that process, felt knowing that God was doing something. And then there's been times when I've come forward for prayer and the next day I was different. Um, and I just want to share that testimony with you guys because um, I think there's something on that for today. So more? I just want to say more. Yeah, I'm going to release <laughs> that to you. So if you, if you could put your hands out again, I'm going to impart hope. We say hope rise up. Right now, I believe that God is increasing that in you through the Holy Spirit. He's fanning into flame that little, little thing that you think it's little. It's huge. And the Holy Spirit's just going to walk into that door through, through the hope into your heart, into your body. He's releasing more right now for you, more. Just stay there, we minute. I, th- I feel like there's stuff on that. So, Father, I just pray for anyone who's come, even today, for a word. Lord, they're at the end of their rope. I feel like there's some folks have come in, and you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You don't see the way forward. And, God, I just ask right now that you would release that measure of hope, God, that increase, that uh, joy. Lord, I pray today they would have an encounter with you, Holy Spirit. Because you are the one who changes and shifts things and opens doors. And so, Lord, we, we just say thank you for what you're doing. That you're not here by accident. That you're not alone. And that you're not on this journey alone. And that God knows who you are. And so we bless you. We bless you with hope today. Amen. Well, we're going to do some more ministry later, but, um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I am one of those people in transition and feel myself being called into, out of my work world into a different side of me. And um, at the same time that I'm looking for the space in my life to go after that, my job is saying, but come and do more, and do more. (laughs) And this week I went to um, my boss, who is not a believer, um, but I know that she is always watching me to see what's happening, which is an awkward place to be. But um, went to her and said, I don't think I have it in me. I think I've given too much of Jeanette. And I don't want to lose more of her. And I don't know that I can do this. I'm just going to disappoint you. And there's just too much to it. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me through this non-believing boss, like he is so capable of doing, and said, when you get all wrapped up in the tasks, that's not what I want you to be doing. Let go of the tasks And step into that place where you develop people because that's who I need you to be right now. And I just looked at her and was like, huh, 
you have no idea what you just said to me. <laughs> but it's that glory of the Holy Spirit, just being able to use people that are totally not in the church, not of him at all, but he can just grab a hold of their hearts and speak through them. So I just bless any of you that are sitting so much in the world that you feel like the Father's not seeing you. I just bless you to know that he sees you so clearly, that his love for you is so grand and glorious. And just, I give you ears to hear the Holy Spirit voice speaking through those unexplained, unexpected places. So I have another Holy Spirit outside of the church story because I think that those are really important. They're really important for me because I am in love with the church, and so sometimes I have to anchor myself in, in that and then spill over from that. So I'm a counselor for my profession, so I sit with people who are in the worst moments of their life um, and in a lot of pain, and I have a client who I've had for years who doesn't believe in God, and um, she and I have known each other for years, so we've had lots of opportunities to talk about spirituality. And she knows where I stand, and for the most part. Um, and she came in. She disappeared for a few months. And she came back, um, and she told me she'd been in the hospital. She'd been diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, she uh, has worked through a lot of fear, um, and this has really tripped her back up again. She'd been doing great. And so I, we were talking, and I just felt like I should share with her uh, not a lot, I don't share a lot about myself, but that, you know, that I just got this sense that there are some things in my life that you couldn't pay me a million dollars to relive, um, but you couldn't pay me a million dollars to take away what I learned. And I could just feel God all over the situation for her, that if she would keep her heart open. Um, and one thing I love about the Holy Spirit is he doesn't get offended. <laughs> you can be like, if you just keep your heart open, to the light of the universe or whatever you want to say. He, he's there. Like, he knows when I'm calling on presence, when I'm calling on perfect love. He knows I'm talking to him. And so we were chatting about this, and she remembered a time previously in her life. It seemed like a small thing to me, but the Holy Spirit reminded her of this time in her life where she went through something, and it, it colored this experience that she had had, and she felt redemption in it. And um, we say the Holy Spirit's a person. Uh, I felt the Holy Spirit walk into the room, and he sat next to her as we were talking. And, and somehow he was next to her and next to me because he's good that way. And he was like, you need to tell her about me. God was like, you need to tell her about that this is why you believe in me. And I got a little scared because that's not really my job. My job is to be a therapist. Uh, not to be, well, anyway. So I took this risk with her, and I said, um, honey, I need you to know. She's a young girl. Call her honey. Love her. Um, I need you to know. I know we've talked about this before, but that this is why I know that there is a God, because he redeems us with his love that's how I know that there's a God in this universe because there is a great work of redemption present in my life that I can't explain any other way. And if you'll keep your heart open in this process of the most horrible thing you've ever been through, I'm not saying he made you sick. I was really clear about that. I'm saying he's willing to use it. So keep your eyes open. And she's a very fearful person, and I watched peace walk, wash across her face, and she said... Um, I think that I've been enlightened. <laughs> and I said, I think so. <laughs> what time do you want to come in next week? <laughs> but that he, you know, he is your partner in this. And he is your partner in the redemption of your life and of the lives of the people around you. 
So God, we just open our eyes and our hearts to your love that redeems, to your love that accompanies us in moments where we don't know what to do. Because God, I didn't know what to do. Sitting across from this girl who I care deeply about, I didn't know what to do. But Lord, you came. You knew what to do. So we just thank you, God. We ask for more. That we would tune our hearts to notice, just like Kristen prayed. Tune our hearts right now, God, to hear the song that you sing over us. Tune our hearts right now to feel your presence, to smell you, to know you're here. Open our eyes to see the spiritual things that we're engaging with all the time. And give us the courage of your redemption, God. So it's hard for me to choose what story because the Holy Spirit is so active. I'm going to choose this one. Um, The beginning of the year, we started the year off with these little harvest cards where you listed a few things you were believing for. On my list was, I want to go to two new countries. I want to be used in healing, and I want to see a miracle. Those were three of mine. That was January 1. February 5th, um, I flew to Ecuador, which is a new country. Um, Thought I was going for a wedding, and um, God had, uh, the Holy Spirit had other plans. So the day we fly in, we get, my husband and I get asked to um, preach two services at the local church there. So we did that, and it was a tremendous outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and he used us um, at an upgraded level than he had ever used us before and so we had all these people after the service wanting prayer and and wanting their miracle and so we prayed for a bunch of people and we saw a big outpouring and there was this group um from poland there for the wedding as well and they said um we know you're leaving tomorrow morning and you cannot leave without praying for us because we believe that you have something to, to give to us from God. And so um, we had to go, and so I said, well, you know, you can come tonight to our apartment where we're staying. And they came, and um, so... The setting is we're in this little apartment, and they are there for miracles. They are there for a touch from heaven. And I just think it's really cool how the Holy Spirit will set that up. Like, he'll put that on my heart at the beginning of the year to go somewhere new, to be used in healing, to see a miracle, like, at the work of him moving through me. And then he brings people from Poland to Ecuador in need of miracles because that's the way he works, right? So we start to pray, and the Holy Spirit walks in the room. And so many things happen, but I'm just going to tell you this one thing. There's this woman there, and she needed a physical healing, but before she needed a physical healing, the Holy Spirit said, address the heart issues. So we addressed the heart issues, and she was being set free from these years of of heart issues, and after that was taken care of, because it was taken care of like that, um, we addressed the physical issues, and she fell down to the floor, and I put my hand on her stomach, and I just started to believe for the miracle for her, and it was so strong, and and thick the presence of God in the room, and um, we knew, you know, and she got up after a few minutes, And she jumped up, and she said, I received my miracle. And so we were just believing with her that that was so. She said it was done. But um, when we came back uh, to America, I got a long written testimony from her that she said she came to Ecuador in lots of pain and had been in pain for many years. She was on several medications, and... The minute I prayed for her, she had a vision, and she saw Jesus reach into her, her womb, straighten things out, 
and she was instantly healed and that very stopped medication just because she felt she knew it happened she felt him move things on the inside of her body and to this day she is walking in that healing and wholeness amen so so that's the the power so i hear three things in my, in my spirit right now from telling you that testimony. I hear a second dose of hope and harvest and healing. So that's what I'd like to release today. There's probably some people in here that that need not just a little bit of hope, but a lot of hope, like an overflow of hope. There's people in here that have things maybe not on their little harvest card, but your harvest card is in your hearts, and you have not maybe even written it down or even voiced it to anybody, but God knows that it's there. And then there's people in the room that I believe need healing. So hope, healing, and harvest is what I want to release to whoever needs it. And I want whoever really that speaks to, I want you to be bold enough to stand to receive Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Father. So, Holy Spirit, right now I thank you. I thank you that you're the same Holy Spirit that was in Ecuador as I just testified about. You are everywhere. And I release this morning hope, hope, overflow of hope I released this morning, healing, physical, emotional, spiritual healing I released this morning, and I release harvest, harvest, spoken and unspoken things that are on these people's harvest list that are standing. I release harvest. You are alive and you are so active, Holy Spirit, and I release that into each of these lives, God, that they would believe and have hope, overflowing hope, and that their bodies and their minds and their spirits and the situations that they are believing you for would be healed. I declare healing and wholeness And I declare harvest, God. Let them reap the harvests of what they're believing you for, no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how far-fetched it is, no matter how big the dream it is. Release the harvest, God. Let them be able to check off their lists of what they're believing you for, Holy Spirit, because you are that powerful. You are that near. You are that alive. So I release that this morning. I release that this morning. Dream big. Dream big. Expand your dreaming. He's alive and active. Dream big. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. I just want to share one more testimony. Just you come up. Um, my first encounter with the Holy Spirit was supernatural. And so I want to release supernatural because when you have an encounter with him, something supernatural is going to happen. I was sitting in church with my husband, and we were sitting in a, a Baptist church. And so I just remember sitting there, and I could hear tongues. Nobody was praying in tongues, but I could just hear it, and I didn't know what it was because I had never heard it before, and it just got louder and louder and louder, and I told my husband, I said, can you hear that? He's like, what you talking about? I said, can't you hear somebody, something, they're saying something? I didn't know how to describe it because I had never heard it before, and so I went home, and I was like, what was that? What was that? And the next week, I had a girlfriend, and she said, come go with me. I want to take you someplace. And she took me to a Larry Lee conference. And he wrote that book, Can You Not Tarry One Hour? And so I went to the conference, and what did they start doing? 
they start praying in tongues. And I just was like, I was so overwhelmed. I was so excited. And I'm just like, that was God. That was God. That was God. And I went home and I began to pray in tongues in my bathroom because I wanted that. And I was like, I, I need this. I want that. So I just want to release supernatural because when the Holy Spirit shows up, it's something supernatural that's going to happen. So, Father God, I just thank you for the people of God. I thank you for the supernatural that is being released in this congregation right now, Father God. I thank you that there is breakthrough all around this room, Father God, because where the Holy Spirit is, there's breakthrough, Father God. So we just believe for signs and wonders and miracles to come forth right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, so good. Um, so I'm not, in, I'm not really going to finish what I had to share because <laughs> I feel like God's doing stuff here and I want to really honor what he's doing. And, and I do feel, the one thing I will say is pursue a friendship with him. Like pursue a friendship like you would pursue a friendship um, living by the spirit because all friendships produce fruit. That's why we tell our kids, be careful who your friends are. Because it will produce a fruit. If you're friends with the Holy Spirit, it's a win-win. It's fantastic. You end up feeling more joyful, more peaceful. Like you have this reservoir. When you're friends with him, he's just ridiculous. And because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness. And everything increases when you increase your friendship with him. It's all about intimacy it's all about friendship, and, um, and I'm presuming you know how to do friendships, right? Otherwise, we need to talk. <laughs> but it's when you notice heaven, when we talk about bringing heaven to earth, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about shifting atmosphere, shifting atmosphere in our own lives to be more joyful, to be, and not that we're making ourselves this but we're pursuing him because he is joy and he is love and he is peace and, and righteousness. It's all in him and he's in us. So we get to be that. Like joy is our natural habitat. It really is. Um, and it's the serious business of heaven. So I, I'm just going to finish there. I didn't get to share, but uh, I feel like God really wants to do stuff this morning. And we would love to minister. I feel like stuff has been released. And I do feel like there is upgrades. We want to make room for Holy Spirit to move. We would love to pray for you guys. My team will pray. And do you want to come up first and then? Okay. Sorry, just the practical. The practical thing of blessing, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, we have all been blessed. And we thank you for bringing your team, Rachel. And now this is going to be our time to financially bless you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure, though, that there are some things that you could walk into a store and say, oh, gee. <laughs> and it may even be on sale. <laughs> As my daughter says, saving money, buying stuff, right? <laughs> so anyways, this is our chance to go through and to, to bless uh, Rachel. And, and Lord, we are so thankful for bringing Rachel and her team here to us today. Lord, we have all been touched. Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much for going through and being in charge today, Lord, for going through and, and revealing more who Jesus is and revealing more of the Father's love to us. And now, Lord, we thank you that we have opportunity to go through and to bless Rachel and her team as well. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So uh, we have a little bit of time, but I do want, because you can't really talk about the Holy Spirit without inviting him to do stuff. Sure you can't. That would be silly. That's just information. And... My husband says this. He said, you know, when, you, when, there's a, when you're not hearing God or you feel like it's not a proximity problem, it's an awareness problem. Like, because he's always with you, but it's, always, it's actually um, igniting our awareness. It's, it's um, what's the word? It is that pursuit and it is that discipline of always including him. So I do these word puzzle brain, brain you know the wee brain puzzles? the word brain thing. 
And sometimes I don't know, I can't get it, I just can't get it. And I'll say, Holy Spirit, I know you know the answer to this. <laughs> Could you just show me the word where the word is? And he does it every single time. And it seems really silly, but if you train yourself in friendship with him, like when it comes to stuff that really matters, you'll, you know, when you can do it with the silly things, because he's really interested in who you are and what you're doing, and he's interested in your day. He's interested when you get in your car and you're driving your kids to school or you're going to work or whatever. Like he's really interested in doing silly puzzles and giving you the answers and giving you clues. Or when you lose stuff. I lose stuff all the time, and I'll pray, and I'll say, Holy Spirit, where did I put that? And he'll tell me. It's happened, like, so many times. And, and then I just, I just can't believe it. It's so good. Uh, so it is pursuing a friendship with him, and it is igniting our own awareness, like always believing he's right with us. He is the paracletus. He's right by our side all the time. Like heaven is with you all the time. So what I think I'd love to do is do some impartation. Like if you feel um, you would love, if, first of all, if you feel like you'd love a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, if you'd love a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit, we would love to pray for you. And um, Rachel if, is going to pray first. She doesn't know this, but um, if you have any sickness in your body you need healing for, she'll pray for you, okay? And my team are going to pray and prophesy if you, you want just prayer. But first of all, I want to do an impartation. So could we do that first? Um, what's the best way to do it? Just have people line up. Yeah? Okay, could... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> Thank you for giving me grace because I'm just trying to work this out on the spot. So if you want a fresh touch from the Holy Spirit, could you just line up and our team will just, would that do? Could you just come up to the front and just, we'll line up over here and we just want to pray for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. And then after we do that, if you, you're free to go or if you want any further prayer for healing, physical healing, or pray for our team, we'd love to minister to you, okay? If we can get a line just so we can, if you guys at the back can come over. Yeah, just scoot down a wee bit. Just it's easier for us, you know. Because there, there is stuff that the Holy Spirit wants to do today. There is upgrades, and we don't want to leave without that, you know. Okay. Where's the, is there any worship? Any worship person could play for us? Or a CD or something? Yeah. So I'm just going to pray, and then, I'm, and then we're going to come and pray put hands on you okay but I just want to pray to close us out and so Holy Spirit we thank you for who you are we thank you that you birthed the church in power and in the supernatural and we thank you Lord that our natural habitat is joy it is love it is peace it is righteousness in you and and God I pray that today father that there would be an upgrade for all of us there would be a fresh infilling of, the, of you, Holy Spirit, a fresh awareness of who you are and what you're doing. And so, Lord, I, I just ask, God, that everything that has been released even up to this point will be sealed in our hearts, God, that we as people of your Spirit, of people who, who are on fire for you, God, who love you with all our hearts, Lord, that we would see the, the desires of our heart met, the harvest goals of our heart we would see all that you've promised us, God. And Lord, right now, I just want to break off disappointment. I just break it off in the name of Jesus. And I just break off any lies that the enemy has told us that we're never going to be, and you fill the dots in. And so, Lord, I just want to break off any lies from the accuser because there's always the voice of the accuser. 
And Lord, we choose to listen to, this, to the testimony and to, the, to see the signs and wonders. We choose, Lord, life. We choose to speak life. We choose to follow you, God, and follow a friendship with you. So, Lord, I bless Epicenter. I bless all that you're doing here. And I pray, God, increase, increase, increase to what you're doing. In Jesus' name. So, if you guys just stay there, we're just going to come along. We're going to lay hands on you for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit.